1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. You also might be listening to the show on the Roto Grinders daily fantasy football feed. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Sammy Reed and Nate Noling here for the Gilcast. The Gilcast has a sponsor. Boys, we are sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. Promo code GRID will get you uh, a free little pick in your pick 'em game. My pick'em game uh, did not go well this week. because uh, I made a lot of bad picks just overall. And uh when it went so- against
2: Pittsburgh, didn't you?
1: When against went against <laughs> Pittsburgh. I had the over on, on Chase Claypool's receiving yards. Uh, did not did not get there on that. But yeah, uh, you guys can sign up through that via the link that is in the podcast description. And of course we we got to get to it because first week of the season, I spent about 97% of my day tilting my face off um it was not it was not a glorious return but i ended up sucking out in the end sammy tough scenes for you over there in the bay area my friend
2: buddy i am i'm ready to retire you you should have seen this i i I bought a car yesterday so my ev just got murked then
1: i literally literally the fishiest thing you can do absolutely buy
3: a depreciating asset while everything in the world is just going up and to the right sammy
2: yeah, I'm, I, I'm trying to get my wife on this podcast to, you know, hear, hear what you guys have to say about EB. <laughs> then I got murked at poker last night. Then I woke up today and played Elijah Moore in cash and Calvin Ridley. And I'm just, man, my, my bank account is empty, boys. I'm going to need to start a GoFundMe.
1: Yeah, so uh, format of the show this year, we are going to do the first half of the show. As always, we're going to go through our cash teams. We're going to talk about the decisions we made, and then we all played an entry in the $50 single entry tournament on DraftKings. It's called the Red Zone. If you guys want to uh, get in that contest with us and hopefully see us up at the top, that's the one that we'll be doing on Sundays. And we're going to go through our single entry GBP thought processes in the second half of the show. So I guess the the interesting place to start with, Nate, is that you and I had the same team this morning at nine o'clock in the morning. We had It was Jalen Hurts, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, uh, Rondale and Elijah and Calla, Rondale, Elijah Callaway, correct?
3: And Kyle Pitts,
1: yeah. And Kyle Pitts and the Falcons defense. Then Trey Sermon is inactive, and everyone's like, oh shit. You gotta play, you gotta play Raheem Mostert. Gotta play him. And not, not, so that's, not everyone. Not ev- well, everyone good. Everyone good. That is correct.
2: <laughs>
1: no. Nate, Nate was like,
2: you know what this means? I got to get George Kittle in the lineup.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, we're, we're going to talk about that in a second. But I guess, so this was the team I played. Josh, well, actually, because I did a late swap. So we'll talk about that in a sec. But we need to start here. Why are all of us so bad that we didn't play Jalen Hurts? Not, not one of us played Jalen Hurts. Like, what, what are we I'm doing? a fish.
3: I'm a fish. I had the Hurts team, and I was like, oh i can't play hurts over josh allen like i am not going into week one fading josh allen and just i mean especially the the reason i got into josh allen even more was the zach moss thing i'm like they're just gonna pass every play they're gonna they pass did. every single play and and they, did. And they I did. have to play josh allen and so that's what screwed me off the um like the, the same team we had all week davis the and then I ended up getting on Kittle. It wasn't like I got to Kittle. I got to Allen, and then Kittle ended up there.
1: It's just really not defensible. Like, looking at your team right now, what you did is not defensible because the only reason to switch off of that team was to play Mostert, I think. I
3: I want to get into the Mostert thing a little bit because I think Mixon like, – Mixon was a great play all week, and I think a lot of times we talk about how late news, oh, there's there's an edge, there's an efficiency there, but there's also efficiency and, like, you get so used to sticking great situations. To,
1: sticking to the best plays that were there all week yeah. and not just overreacting to the new situation. Yes, Mixon
3: was in a great spot and was only a little bit more than some of these other guys that people were getting super excited about. So I, I didn't see any reason to get off Mixon with the sermon news.
2: I just didn't. The only sharp thing I said all week was, what's the real difference between Mixon and Dalvin? Is, yeah. it, worth, is it worth 3K? And I decided that it wasn't. It was literally the only sharp thing that I, that I the only sharp thought that I had in seven days.
1: Yeah, so I, I didn't actually really think that Josh Allen was that much better of a play than Hurts. I guess that I just ended up playing him in the end because it made more sense as a roster construct like in in a vacuum in a vacuum I thought Josh Allen was a better play I thought Hurts was perfect like a perfectly fine play um and obviously in hindsight I'm like yeah well no shit I should have just played Jalen Hurts because he's better than Josh Allen anyway yeah they
3: they were to me they were the only two quarterbacks I was considering in cash like it was either Allen or Hurts I know earlier in the week there were some people talking about Mac Jones and whatnot but I was like I was very clearly on Allen or hurts I didn't think there was really anybody else I thought in cash I wanted
2: see I was I I wanted to play Kyler and I went with the projections because the projections liked Allen a touch better than Kyler but Kyler's game environment was great the pace of the game was supposed to be great the the Titans defense is terrible whereas Pittsburgh's is pretty good you know it was just one of those things where I wanted to play Allen at or Kyler. Well the the projections
1: are the projections will not reflect that next week. I'm going to I'm going to update some of our I well at least ours. I'm going to update some Arizona stuff, give them um some give them some more plays and give Kyler even more of the rushing as well.
2: Yeah, I mean like, Kyler was just it, it, he was my most owned GPP quarterback, so I thought same. he just yeah, Right. So why isn't he a higher owned cash play? Like why were we not playing him in cash? If we just think he's got that kind of upside and clearly he's got a great floor as well. So, you know, it was just it was just one of those things where I, I'm pissed at myself for, I'm not, I didn't go with the gut. You know what I mean? I didn't go with the gut. Didn't like, go with the gut. I, I just looked at the projections like a beta, and now I'm broke.
1: Like that's that's what happens. So at running back, this is not gonna happen very often, but we all did something different. We all had a running back who was only. owned and our three man, which means we were the only one that played them. So I played McCaffrey, Mostert and Mike Davis. Nate played McCaffrey, Mixon and Kamara. Sammy, you played McCaffrey, Mostert and Mixon. So I think that Mostert was like the best GPP play heading in. Like when people were still thinking that Sermon was going to be there. And then when sermon was out i was like yeah sure hasty and mitchell might get some of the work but like they're going to score 40 points now i didn't i did not also think that the lions were going to score 30 points that would have been a useful uh thing to realize for gbps i probably would have played a little bit of swift or a little bit of hawkinson but it was just like the the nut spot like turf they 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 will work in other running backs but they'll have no obligation to give those guys carries the way they would with sermon nate why were you not on Mostert? i
3: mean because i was i was pretty much locked into playing f- three of four running backs and it was going to be obviously cmc obviously kamara either cook or mixon those were the only four running backs i was looking at pretty much all week in cash I, obviously I loved, I had a ton of Trey Sermon in GPP up until the news. I had a lot of other running backs that I thought were great GPP options, but in cash, I thought this week with the way that the wide receivers built, I just, I wanted to get three of the best running back plays. And I thought the Mostert thing, I, I was so shocked by San Francisco's like benching of Sermon or whatever was happening. I just felt like why wade into in week one, like an uncertain, weird situation. With, but that, we but get that like remove
1: that like remove the uncertainty though. Like if, no if sermon is going to be inactive, that removed the the concept that they might just come out and give him eighteen carries.
3: But it also means we know so much less about this situation than what we thought we knew. Like there could have been some rant. Like I had no idea what was happening in San Francisco this morning, and I was not about to put that above situations that I felt extremely confident in. And I thought I had plenty of Mostert in GPP, but like. I, I just, in cash, it didn't make sense to get off
2: these running backs that were just like the locks of the slate. But there was there was no question. I mean, look at how they divvied up their carries. Mitchell got 19 carries.
1: 19, yeah. Right?
2: Like, he was, he was the bell cow. And let me just tell you, you get all excited for football season. You're all pumped up. You do your drafts. You make your lineups. Everything's going great. And then 10 minutes into the slate, Raheem Mostert, who – gets two carries and 20 yards right off the bat. And it's just like going to be a smash show, hurts himself. Then Mitchell runs in a 38-yard touchdown. Hasty gets a three-yard touchdown. And you're like, these are all my points. I'm complete dust. Like so, so, so tilting. And you can't tell me, Nate, that these would not have been Mostert's fantasy goodnesses. Cause they would,
3: I can't say, but you also can't say that they all would be, you have to admit that there was volatility that got introduced into a situation like last minute that, I mean, none of us had any idea that this was going to be the thing in San Francisco. So I just don't understand why two hours before lock, we're rushing at that when we, I, I get it for tournaments. Like, yeah, you want to pounce on situations where there's variance and things like that. And there's volatility, but like in cash, when you have running back spots, which is just so clear cut,
1: I don't know. I didn't, but, but I don't I think kinda, he, was bad, he wasn't a bad play. But I, I kind of thought, it. I kind of thought he was borderline cash playable anyway. Mostert, like I, I kind of thought you could have gotten away with playing him before that, and so it was that was kind of just like the next step that I would. I had needed.
3: Sermon as the better play going into the slate this morning.
1: Well, and I think
2: most people stuff was,
1: wait, 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 No, what what that's that is about? I, thought, I thought you were
2: misspeaking, Nate. I thought. Yeah. you were No, <laughs> I'm dead serious.
1: Sermon is a sermon is a fourth round rookie who's not explosive and wasn't that good in college. Like that would have been that if if that was the way you had it projected, then you are. That's just full Nemo.
3: I I was shocked by this Trey Sermon news. And I don't think Raheem Mostert's, I don't think this is his backfield. Yeah, we
1: got, we we got, no, we got robbed of him coming up to like having like a sick GPP team, but Trey Sermon sitting there with 2.4, like in, in the util.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That would have been me. I had Trey Sermon in a lot of places this morning. I I never,
1: I never play 100% of running backs, but every team I made today had Mostert in it. I, it was a supreme confidence spot for me. I felt right. very good about it. Yeah. Right. So not, when you watch,
3: when you watch like the Mixon thing or like cook or like, Camara, I, felt, you, I felt very do you feel bad. fishy. Cause you should.
1: I don't feel, like, I don't feel fishy, but it's clear that the things that the Bengals were saying this off season about using Mixon more as a pass catcher and not taking him off at all were true.
3: I mean, yeah, you have like CMC, Kamara, cook, Makes you have these running backs that are just in a tier of, of their own, and you decided to play like a, a guy that three hours before lock you would you wouldn't even consider. And I just
1: I, I don't understand that. No, I'm saying that's not true. I was consider I had dirt on all my GPP teams made from the night before. I think that's bad. Well, you're wrong about that. <laughs> the thing. So this is this is also where I ended up, um, and I guess Sammy must have agreed with me is. I was making all my GPP teams without Kamara, but I did it for the opposite reason. I was like, that game's going to suck. The Saints don't have any weapons. They're going to get blown out of the building. It's not even going to be competitive. That turned out to be true in the reverse that they scored all these touchdowns on offense. Nate, you should be rich. You should have, you should have had like Deontay Harris and Juwan Johnson stacks with five touchdowns from Jameis.
2: What we should have have done is stay true to the brand and not have been weak sucks and just played Jameis and cash. Like, how did we not do that?
3: (sighs) I know Sammy, both of us need to take our L's from the brand. You didn't play Deontay. I didn't play
2: Jameis. I mean, even though I made money, it feels like I lost this week. I mean, I, I, I feel like I lost and I did lose. Like, why didn't I just play Deontay? Like, it would have been a great bit for the show. And he caught a touchdown. Like, this would have been awesome. Instead, the people were robbed. People, I'm sorry. I, I will not fail you again. I won't do it again.
1: Yeah. So you you guys both played Mixon. Um, I, I think that was fine.
2: It was, it was great. And, and the reason is this, is, you know, when you really break down what you want in a running back, like sometimes we lose sight of it, you want carries, right? You want a big snap share, you want goal line work, and you want the guy to stay on in third down, right? Mixon checked all those boxes. And so you had somebody like Dalvin, who is fantastic, but is his role appreciably different than what we could have reasonably assumed that Joe Mixon's was? I don't think so. Right. And, and that came to pass, but even just process wise, you know, like Mixon checked all those boxes and he was almost $3,000 cheaper. And I was pretty close to playing and, and you guys would have roasted me, but I was pretty close to playing Najee in cash. Yeah. And that
1: would have been, that would have actually been optimal for the show. Cause he was like the worst play on the board.
2: He wasn't the worst play though. He, he wasn't played, the worst play. He played 100% of snaps. He played hundred percent. Yeah, but Clyde Clyde great.
1: just played like eighty five percent of the snaps for the Chiefs, and he was a terrible play. I mean, that's true.
3: I don't think like, Clyde's snap share was that high. We haven't seen snap data yet, but I I it, I, I don't think it was that high.
2: It, it, it was that high. He played all fifty five of Pittsburgh snaps. He did not. No, he's, I'm, I'm he's saying Ceh. Saying oh, oh, I, oh, I, I don't think
3: Ceh. usage did not look different than last year. Najee's did.
1: He was a fine tournament, like not even fine, like a good tournament play, especially considering what he ended up being owned at, but he would have been a truly bad cash play. I don't think so. I don't,
3: I don't think go. so. I'm not there. But I, I just Davis, I I think Najee's up there with like mixing and the rest of those guys who like are no, in no, a tier he, way above. He,
1: so he will end up that way in terms of usage. The the problem this it's he's gonna have a similar problem to I, I'm like try, like kind of you remember like when James Robinson would have his terrible games last year where it would be like 16 carries 47 yards four receptions 37 yards no touchdowns it's going to be like that because the offensive line is terrible and in a weird way Ben should check down a lot but he doesn't he just throws up these like prayer balls instead like Ben like he should be checking down a Najee like six times a game but I mean Sammy you can tell me if, if that's true or not but like he it just seems like he's not going to.
2: I mean, he certainly so, should. I, I'll just tell you this. I, I, my early prediction is that Najee is going to be chalk next week because the I, Sharps Who,
1: will who do also, they play?
2: They're at home against Las Vegas.
1: Yes. Yeah. He, I mean, I, I that's mean, a smash spot. Yeah, great So,
3: play. Davis, why are you saying that Najee was such a bad play this week? I think Najee – like, there was that mid-tier running backs, which, like, I would say Mixon, Gibson, Najee, Mostert. I would say Mostert was the worst of those four running backs. He was the one with oh, the you're, least you're amount of – You were
1: stone-cold wrong. If well, this I mean, Mostert news came
3: out three weeks ago, Mostert would not have been
2: the most owned of those four running backs. Nate might be right because Mostert, that, the Niners projected to not throw to their running backs at all, right? They 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 don't do it at all. I had
1: Mostert with like an 8% target share, but I had him. The, the thing is, is that it feeds in. Like, you know, we have the Niners being one of the run heaviest teams in the NFL. Uh, obviously, eight and a half point favorites. That's going to funnel a lot of like, like historically, eight and a half point favorites are just going to give a shit ton of fantasy points to their running backs.
2: Right, Garoppolo, I think threw it twenty-five times. Right, like eight yeah. percent of that is you know like two, two targets. Yeah. Like that's, I stand, just...
3: by, I stand by my take that if if three weeks ago the news would have came out that Trey Sermon wouldn't have started Week One, he would have been the lowest owned of the four of Najee Mixon, Gibson, and and Mostert. Yeah, no, no. that
2: that that's wrong.
3: G- that's wrong. Gibson's
1: Gibson got better usage too. I mean Gibson's. I Gibson Gibson was Gibson, I thought was a potential I mean I did. I played him on I played him on one of my single entry teams. I thought he was a good play, but I thought that the most like the Moser just kind of has that gravitational pull of like they were up by 20 the whole game and he's just gonna score. Like that I don't yeah, know. That's the other kind, thing of, that's about kind Gibson, of like a, it's kind of more of an art, mate. That's right. The
2: other thing about Gibson is he's it's
3: more of an, an art because you guys are just taking a win I don't. Know.
2: Gibson comes off the field on third downs. And that's that's an issue.
1: He still was targeted five times. Nate, I will tell you that actually, our top optimal when I when I ran it with no wide receiver in flex, no tight end in flex. I think I think if I remember correctly, our optimal was uh, Kelsey at tight end and Callaway in flex. So I locked pits and I said only um, only running back at flex, and our optimal was the team that I played initially but with Gibson over Mostert
3: yeah so. uh, yeah I mean the injury screws it because you guys get screwed and we also don't get to see like the actual end result of what it would have been and it allows wins to be taken on both sides almost but I yeah I just think I don't think Mostert's usage was as defined as the rest of those guys in that tier
2: um, fair enough
3: talk, I, we, need to, can we, can I need to I need to make
1: a, receivers no, no. Oh, I, wait. Gotta, you need to, you need to talk about play. Kamara. No. So, Kamara, obviously, great play. Uh, I ran hot that he didn't get like 30 or whatever because he should have. He had, I think, 17 touches in the first half with the receiving touchdown. Um, I, I ran incredibly hot. Kamara was, I think, I had him projected for 23 and a half DK points. I, I don't know how much he ended up actually getting in the end. Like 18. But. But Kamara is going, to, this is going to be the most touches he ever gets in his career. And it's going to be a weekly decision for us between Kamara and CMC. I think Kamara's usage is going to be that elite this year. Um, the, the decision that I ended up making was Mike Davis and Devonte Adams versus T Higgins and Alvin Kamara. And I thought Adams versus Kamara, Kamara is better by a little bit, but that's kind of a coin flip. But Mike Davis projects just maybe not much better, but just much more solidly than T Higgins. And I ended up being wrong on every part of that. T was better than Mike Davis. Kamara was much better than Mike Adams or than Devonte Adams. Like I, I got every part of that wrong.
2: What was what was your emotional state when you saw Corderell Patterson starting to? Was I'm it always year. <laughs>
1: no because i'm always happy to see c pat flourish as a running back like so at the end of the day like i couldn't be that mad like it was awesome to see him out there getting after it and also in the back of my head i was thinking like i drafted patterson a bunch in best ball so like this is probably fine like it's fine that he's that he's doing this thing and i mean it's not like mike davis didn't get the opportunities he got he got 15 carries and he got six targets which was roughly in line with how i had him projected um like it basically played out how I expected. I just did not expect the Falcons to literally not score a touchdown and be the, I mean, they were basically the worst team that played today.
2: Yeah. Were, were we fish to like, not realize how bad
1: Atlanta was? I think a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah.
1: that, that, that really, Mike, me. That killed Mike me. Davis really felt like a Nate play. Like I, I am surprised that Nate was not on the Mike Davis thing at all with me.
3: Honestly, if 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 Mixon wasn't six two, I mean Mixon won't be six two more than like he'll be seven seven k plus the rest of the year. So I don't have to worry about him much anymore. But Mixon or uh, Davis is a Nate play. He was a good play. I honestly like you play this slate a hundred times. There's no way Atlanta scores like this.
1: Yeah, if if if, if Mike Davis, the they were on the I think they were on the three yard line once and on the five yard line once. And if Mike Davis punches either one of those in no one's complaining about him as a play like he got more than enough work it was it was most like it was mostly fine um i mean
3: he got what six targets and like 15 rushing attempts you're gonna take that salary
1: he's
2: 5.4 like that's totally worth it yeah
3: I, I don't think mike davis is a bad play i just i think it's
1: yeah he, he's even I, as good as he, uh most i mean T, T, oh, he was a better player than Mostert. I agree. That's what
3: I'm saying. Why are, like, why did Mostert become the chalk of the chalk? Because he was going to score was, two touchdowns with yeah. 100 yards. Like, he was, was going to score two touchdowns, facts.
1: Nate. Like, that's, that is what you're missing, is that he was just going to score two touchdowns. Right? There are so
3: <laughs> many people in on San Francisco.
1: All right, let's you, do, uh, whatever. Let's do, let's do wide receiver. So, Nate played uh, the, the chalky combination of Callaway, Marvin Jones, Elijah Moore, uh Sammy, you played Callaway and Moore as well. Uh, but you played Calvin Ridley instead of Devonte Adams.
2: Good. Instead yeah. of anybody good, is what I did. Oh,
1: because on my team there was salary for Devontae because I played Mike Davis and you so you went mix and Ridley over Adams and Mike Davis. Yeah, you and faded
3: I, both, you faded Kamara and Cook. Yeah, I did. And Devontae.
2: I did yeah
1: (laughs) i i did i did the same thing too
2: (laughs) buddy if you look at if you look at my lineup from like me you haven't seen as many snowflakes since like a joe biden convention like it (laughs) is just so egregious up and down the board like elijah moore calvin Rid- i mean calvin ridley had like three for
1: 44 on the first drive and i am like oh baby i think i, was- I think by the way moore had he had like a 40 yard play called back and then on the next play he had like a 45 45- and it was a classic denzel mims performance like air yards is going to come out on monday and elijah moore is going to have like seven targets and like 111 air yards or whatever
2: okay so let's let's talk about this for a second why was cuz uh, obviously the results are the results but why was elijah more better than rondo more cuz that hurts
1: everyone put, was way everyone was way more stoked about elijah Moore in the preseason is is the big thing is he was so good in camp um it was it, it really was a a coin flip i think for for those guys but i, I and also there's just something about like people have that like uh, institutional memory of Jamison Crowder like always crushing in this same role and people were just like oh he's just going to be Jamison Crowder for 3k it's
2: kind of it's kind of it's kind of what i thought man yeah uh, i
1: mean i yeah
3: i mean Moore did end up or uh, elijah Moore did end up with nearly 100 air yards on the week and more oh my up, god he, he had only,
1: 100 air yards only four to only four targets for elijah though yeah,
2: yeah
3: but, but, but more
1: minus but he had minus 3
2: Receiving yards. Yeah,
1: it was it was in the fourth quarter when they were trying to catch back up, and they were they were he he had two in a row where they hucked it to him.
2: That's so brutal, so brutal. I mean, it, yeah. when when you're getting smashed on by like Braxton Berrios and Denzel Mims, I mean, it's just it's a very tough scene. Like that's. I mean uh, the
1: the biggest the, the biggest run bad of the slate feels that Rondale didn't break the slate because Kirk scored two touchdowns and Rondale had a touchdown uh, where defensive holding got in the way of him scoring so it was like it uh he like rondale rondale could have been a slate breaker very easily
3: yeah the thing about rondale that's going to be tough is like kyler is so good and can spread it out to literally five different receivers like hopkins is always going to get his uh aj green's going to be a thorn in the side uh kirk's going to be there so like rondale is in a relatively crowded situation where with the jets you know like it's 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 going to Corey Davis or Elijah Moore like that's where the volume is going to go so it's it's a question of whether or not you want like that efficiency with potentially not a lot of volume or if you just want that volume and you're willing to take the risk on efficiency and trust in the talent the
1: the thing the thing that I think that analysis misses is the thing where Rondale got all of his points they were on specific design touches for him where Elijah wasn't going to get any of that he was just going to get the seven-yard crossers or whatever. In in theory, it ended up playing out that Zach Wilson just kind of had a brutal game. Um, I mean, he he started out pretty brutal. He got I mean, a little who, bit better. Who,
2: could, who could have thought that, like, trusting Zach Wilson in his first right. NFL game and then playing Elijah Moore in his first NFL game could have gone
1: poorly? Who Which one of them was more owned in the massive $25 double up? I'm actually – I'm going to go pull it up because I'm curious about that.
2: I'll bet it was Elijah. But, I mean, the thing was, like, I played – in that 3k role I played Rondell everywhere in GPP and then I played Elijah in cash and like theoretically this sounds okay but like at some point if you think Rondell's like if you're playing him in all your GPPs because you think he's in such a good spot like why not just play him in cash
3: yeah I maybe I'm just defending this because this is the, the thing that I made but like Rondell legit has to be like snapped in there like he ha- there has to be plays designed for him and in formations we, that are called for him basically where it's like that was gonna elijah happen, moore though. is going to be on the field like almost every single snap and like in cash i do think that type of stuff matters like obviously arizona when they can if they're going to be up by this much yeah they can design plays for rondale moore but if they're down 20 20 points they're not going to be designing these gadget plays where rondale moore is getting these weird screens like so you need uh, to get uh, the receiver who's getting legitimate, like.
1: Work. Elijah was thirty one percent, and Rondale was eight point two percent in the massive twenty five dollar double up. Yeah, I I think that should be much closer. Um, I I was like more, I'm more <laughs> bullish on Elijah as a player. Like I actually think Elijah is probably a little bit better than Rondell is. But Rondell is in this perfect situation to just like I feel like he's gonna get four for forty every single week on these gadget plays. Like I, yeah. I think he, I feel like he's just locked into that.
2: Yeah, he's just Larry Fitzgerald with juice.
1: Literally, that literally is the role he's playing. Is he's yeah. Larry Fitzgerald with juice? Yeah.
3: And for a three K wide receiver, you'd rather have that than someone who's getting
1: potentially 150 air yards on the week. Well, his quarterback is so much better, so that's going to play into how much they're realizing their efficiency. Like yeah, the that fact that the, one of I'm them-
3: genuinely asking that question. I'm not, not asking
1: like. Some- I I so so I think that I the. I had Elijah, and I'm realizing in retrospect that that was bad. That was not that was not the right way to play it. Should've I'm a sucker Rondo. for
3: I'm a sucker for re, like the real volume type of stuff versus like the running back. Uh, yeah, you hate place, the gadget but...
1: floor. You all you've always hated always the gadget have. floor. You, you've always just, been a hater of the gadget floor. He, he yeah.
2: can't he can't incorporate it into the model. You know what I mean? Like Nate's Nate's typing up his code and this and that, and he just he just has no way to. Uh, to, to account for gadgetness, now you got You got to fix it, man. You got to update so it. Twenty twenty. Do you guys?
1: Do you guys want to talk about how disgusting it is that Marvin Jones Jr. just absolutely sucked out? He got ten DK points on the final drive. I
2: mean, if I played him, I'd be talking about how awesome <laughs> it was.
1: Um, I didn't. It didn't even as as a recipient of those points. It didn't even feel just. It felt disgusting. Yeah, it was like gross. the. The Jaguars, I can. I mean, I, I, Sammy, I was telling you how much I thought they were just going to blow the Texans out, and like they just looked awful. And Lawrence threw three interceptions, and it was just a, it was such a mess. I mean, Sh- Jones got very lucky to get the stats he get. He got. Uh, I will not play him again this year. I don't think. Sh- Chenault, Chenault, is the only Jaguars wide receiver I will play because Chenault has the he's just going to get seven he's got, touches. he's a got game. the gadget floor bro he's got the gadget floor i mean he yeah. just he's gonna have he's gonna have a shorter depth of target but he is just gonna get he's gonna get consistent work every single game and feels like the the jaguars shark led the
3: shark led the team in whopper though
1: yeah yeah and he because he will have the he will have more throws down the field he's gonna he he might double up Lavisca in average depth of target
3: and he, also had, tar- and he also had 12 targets
1: yeah, I just, I'm not, I'm just not, uh, I'm just not playing Marvin Jones Jr. again. Did, people, did
2: people play James Robinson? Did you guys consider Robinson? I,
1: I played him on FanDuel because he was 5,900. But um, I, I, I guarantee you that's one guy I will not be playing again because he is <laughs> Carlos Hyde's backup.
2: <laughs> I'm so glad, I'm so glad we got to, well, I played him on FanDuel here. Only, <laughs> only it was somebody who did bad. This is a, a big shift.
1: Yeah, I I mean I assume that I didn't win on Fanduel because I play I had Mostert and James Robinson, but people are so bad on Fanduel. Honestly, you never know. Yeah, you did not win. Uh, yeah, I mean the James Robinson play. Uh, it was nice to talk about for it was nice to talk about for one week, but I mean just literally like he's unusable. Yeah, hell of a run. All right. Yeah. Not so. Good. Uh, okay. Where are we at here? Okay, so I at lock. I had Marquez Calloway, Marvin Jones Jr., and Devontae Adams. My team was deader than dead. You know, I'm sitting there looking at my lineup. Kyle Pitts, seven. Mostert, two. Mike Davis, 10. Falcons defense, zero. Josh Allen, 18. And I'm like, dude, I am dead. Like, I, there's literally not a way that I can win. So I swapped off of Devontae Adams, who was 8,300, for Tyreek Hill, who was for 8,200. And I swapped off Callaway for Donovan Peoples-Jones. And I really looked at this a lot because here were the other options. Jalen Waddle, he got 20. Deontay Harris, I think he got like 16 because he had like a he, – he caught a super lucky 60-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter. Played, played DPJ because Odell Beckham was out, and I anticipated that DPJ would be his trade up replacement. Basically what happened is Anthony Schwartz, this guy from uh, Georgia – Ended up playing his role and looked really good doing it. And DPJ got one catch at the end that vaulted me from breaking even to winning 50%. His final catch did because Tyreek Hill, 197 receiving yards, uh, 11 receptions, a receiving touchdown, and the 100 yard bonus. Guys, it's better, it's better to be lucky than good. That's all I can say.
2: I mean, amazing. Just week one, <laughs> we're back in the NFL season. Davis is late swapping and just running like Jesus Christ himself on water. Let me just say this. I think that, you know, like Waddle was very to the brand, right? Because he's young. Yeah, Waddle's the one I like, but I like DPJ too. I think I think Harris, because he
1: offered- Harris was the direct, correct
2: swap. Direct yes. leverage off of Callaway. Mistake. I think, was the play
1: was yeah it was a mistake to not do yeah. hair hair rain uh with the benefit of hindsight the direct leverage off of callaway targets was the was like the most gto way to play it
2: yeah because yeah. like tyreek really wasn't that owned in cash but i mean you know i hate to like say hey this was sharp davis he did a good job it pains me to like even mutter and just
3: don't just don't well, he already Tyre- like lucked out he doesn't tyreek was tyreek was, was a, not was only not owned uh, was,
1: he was it's a good swap
3: he was such a good swap.
1: he was six percent owned in in cash games i mean because i mean so nobody good. paid
2: up nobody paid up at receiver right
1: everyone and everyone who did played Devonte adams or calvin ridley
2: right and the thing yeah. is tyree kill just obviously has as much upside as literally any fantasy player so when he's sitting there available for you in the afternoon to do i wish i hadn't blown my wad on stupid ass calvin ridley because i would have swapped as well to tyreek and i can't
1: even uh, find a Devontae adams team to see how owned he was i mean people were paying down bro like that was that was, that was i mean is the the, has there ever has there ever been a worse play than marquez Callaway at what he was owned i mean 50 percent of teams playing marquez Callaway.
2: i mean it was bad it i was feel bad. i feel bad for doing it like i feel so you, bad for playing
1: did him. you guys play him in your uh any tournament lineups no, of course I didn't.
3: Not. I didn't play. until I didn't until the Odell news came out, and I had to swap half my teams. And I was like, "It was either." Yeah. And I like swap. I, I think I split him and uh, MVS, who yeah. also got a ton of air yards.
2: Dude, dude just, I had I had so much MVS.
1: I had so no. much MVS today. Oh my god! Just so do we real. do we want to talk about the decision to play Kyle Pitt Sammy? Because that felt felt pretty straightforward.
2: It, it felt very straightforward. Here's the thing: like everybody who played their first NFL game today. Like Devontae and uh, Jamar Chase and Waddle, like everyone's scoring, but we played Kyle Pitts and Elijah Moore in their first games and they did. They did nothing. Jack squat. So, you know, it was kind of a tough scene, but I think. For, for 4,400, you know, I mean, he's still Nate, got like seven targets. Like, I
1: think Nate, I think Nate fucked up pretty bad playing Kittle when he could have played, when he could have played.
2: <laughs> Nate, that is the ultra-dog. Because you could have, you could have played and T. Higgins.
1: <laughs> I, I thought, I think this Kittle play is, is really bad. It's so bad. Of course it's bad.
2: You had I've already talked like about. A half point favorite that all they want to do is run the ball. Like Kyle Pitts, you have a generational talent there at 4.4. And you pay sixty three hundred for George Kittle in Cash? You, I've already talked about the process. He,
3: it, he tight end was the last tight end was the last position I I worked on. It was I like the Falcons D. Obviously, the the I wanted Mixon. Yeah, but you I should have just played Tee Higgins backs.
1: over Marvin Jones or Marquez Callaway.
3: You couldn't have gotten all the way up to T from Marquez. Yeah, you when, you moved, when you he,
2: moved when you moved to Pitt, you two thousand dollars. Yeah. Like it was $1,900 to go down to Pitts from Kittle. Yeah. You couldn't have found something good to do at $1,900?
1: No. I mean, straight up, just, it's just a straight up swap where he could go uh, T. Higgins over Callaway, Kyle Pitts at tight end, and Bill's defense instead of Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I That's way I better. To... That's wh- I would have never played this. I would never would have played this team. Nate played Nate, 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 <laughs> go,
2: look at, go look at your team. How old was George Kittle? I'm gonna go over. Oh under...
1: please, please. In the <laughs> I
3: mean, massive $25 double. I'm, I'm going.
2: I'm going. Three point eight percent. What do you got, Dave? Let's
3: see what Kittle 6.4, was. Six point
1: four. Six uh, point four.
3: Kittle <laughs> was 5.8 Yeah, Kittle was five eight and twenty five.
1: One out of so, every twenty. Don't people we? Is just don't we talk fish. about fish? don't we talk about this spot all the time when it comes to tight ends? Like, don't we talk about this all the time that if you know, a tight end is going to be 60% owned, you, you just do not fight the crowd. Like, don't we literally just, isn't that like one of the big things we all believe in? Yeah.
3: I don't think I believe in it. I know we talk about it a lot. I'm not. There.
1: I, I yeah. absolutely, if, if Tyler Conklin was going to be 60% owned this week, I would have just played Tyler Conklin. Honestly, because the tight end position is Kelsey. Then a small tier break to Waller, then a tier break to Kelsey, and then everyone else. And I or or, or to Kittle, rather. Kittle. And I think I think that any game where the 49ers are favored by this much, like he's gonna see like five targets.
3: And, well, and I mean, every did, I, I
1: can't
2: believe you didn't just play Hawkinson. Like if you were gonna
1: every piece of
2: data you'll ever look
3: at shows that like uh like favorites, tight ends. That's a good thing. Uh, I'm not scoring. even.
1: I'm not even saying that it's like. I don't think this play is bad. Like I don't like. I'm not mocking you for playing George Kittle. Like obviously Kittle is fine in the context in like the vacuum of this week though, or not the opposite of the vacuum in the context of this week. I think this play was lol bad because you could have yeah. just been. You could have been buried so easy. I mean, you could have yeah, been. I, Kyle, I. I again. Pitts, I had but,
3: pits. I had pits. Like most of the bill, most of the week, and then I switched off of him. Uh, switched off of him this morning when I got off of Hertz up to, uh, and then down from Cook because originally I had Cook, uh, Cook Kamara, and then uh, CMC. But yeah, I, I I don't know the Kittle thing. I don't I don't think is that bad. But yeah, I I obviously wish San Francisco would have needed to score like would have needed Kittle. It was like they were able to score so easily and this game was not. It was such a weird game flow that he was it like It was
1: a, it was a very bizarre game like it ended up going way over its total and it, the end result never felt in doubt. Yeah, because very, the, scores all, the, yeah. the scores were all bonus. the scores
2: were all
3: like weird and bizarre where I think if it was like a normal game flow where Kittle was like in in the game flow he would have seen his normal like you know, one of the best tight, like tight end target shares of the week, but I mean, he just didn't. It was a weird game flow. But, yeah i mean he still beat out Pitts. it's not like it's i i like Pitts was fine too but also like atlanta i mean we've talked about them they're just they're they're worse than we
2: all think they are buddy buddy i mean the, the real downfall for me this week is that i played three falcons i played calvin ridley i played Pitts, and falcons I de- defense Falcons defense, falcons is, defense what, is so
3: tilting
1: it's, it's it's tilting but it's like whatever it's like the thesis yeah, it's a to play was well, it was yeah. fine. It was like, if, if Jalen Hurts eats two sacks and throws one interception and they get four points, it, you're like, all right, whatever. Fine. Yeah.
2: But, but we, we get like nine slots and when a third of them are taken up by Falcons, it's just really, really piss poor job, Sammy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you, Sammy, <laughs> this, this ain't it. <laughs> I do think by the way, I don't know who do the Falcons play next week. Uh, I think there'll be a, a buying opportunity on Pitts because. The Falcons play. Oh, the Falcons play at the Giants, a team that's worse than them. Perfect. Kyle Pitts playing them next week, probably not in cash, but definitely in tournaments. I don't no know. Maybe cash. I will. Maybe I will play him in cash again. I don't know. I'm well, looking. You the got seven yet. targets, right? Like it's fine. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, it's it's Kyle Pitts was a perfectly fine play. Uh, he was a pretty bad tournament play, but he was he was fine for. He was fine for cash. Yeah, I mean he saw the he saw the same amount of targets as Calvin Ridley. They both got eight. So cool. all right. There we go. All right, let's let's do our let's do our tournament team. So these are the teams that we played in the $50 single entry on DraftKings. Uh, my team, I did not make any late swaps on this team because I didn't have any room to do it. Otherwise, I would have. I played Kyler Murray, Alvin Kamara. Raheem Mostert, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Brown, Rondale Moore, Tyler Conklin, LaVisca Chennault, and the Houston Texans defense. I uh, min-cashed with 134 points. Um, this was the angle I wanted to run all week, was Kyler double-stack with a bringback. I thought this was the best game. Both the defenses are not that good. I did not anticipate the Cardinals defense playing that good. Also did not anticipate Chester Rogers being the leading wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. That was, uh, that was one of the bizarre things. You know, this is actually an example of wide receiver cornerback matchup talk going wrong because everyone was talking about how shitty the Titans cornerbacks were all week or how, how bad the Cardinals cornerbacks were all week. And Julio and A.J. Brown basically did nothing. A.J. Brown kind of luck boxed a touchdown. Uh, but he had four for 49.
2: Yeah. I, I stacked team. this game a couple different ways. All of them were double stacks. And then one was a, one was a big dog bring back. And one was a, uh, uh, Julio bring back and, uh, just didn't work very well at all. Could be, could be yeah, done. We all could
3: be
1: done for Derrick Henry.
3: Yeah. We all fell on the same thing. Cause I, I mean, I did the same thing, except I had
1: uh
3: Tannehill Brown, uh, it was the spy, which one the spy or the red zone? The red this zone. The 50, the fifty. Uh so I had Tannehill, uh Chase Edmonds. So it was a Tannehill Brown uh Julio double stack with the Chase Edmonds bring back. I knew it was gonna be a chalky game, I thought. Um, that was
1: that was the less chalky way to do it though, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so
3: I, I went with Chase Edmonds because I knew Chase Edmonds was gonna be like the lesser owned, and I was actually really high on Chase Edmonds. Um,
0: yeah.
3: and then I also went with Kittle at tight end as my other like leverage spot which then let me feel more confident and go, go into a more chalky route. So then I finished it out with Mike Davis, uh, Calvin Ridley at wide receiver, Falcons D, and then
2: Callaway. The See, a Kittle, Kittle's a real sharp tournament play this week. Real, I,
1: really I thought, I thought, by the way, Falcons D in tournaments was bad because well, no, one, no one thought the Falcons D was like going to get 15 or whatever. And you knew they were going to be the most on defense. I, I thought, I did not play them in any of my any of my gpp teams at all
3: i think in a single entry tournament like this where you have those leverage spots that you know you're already like yeah it's going it's to be fine. unique from the field it doesn't make you you don't have to get like crazy at defense to like separate yourself even more um I, at least i felt so that's where i landed i uh, I, I feel all right about, I mean, Chase Edmonds, I think was like my favorite tournament play of the week. I think I probably had him on the most teams and he, he was close a couple of times to like having a huge, huge thing. And I think, I think he's actually going to be a fun player this year. Cause I think him in that Arizona offense, I think he's going to be much more of a, of a back. I want to roster versus Connor. Connor's going to get all that gross work, but Edmonds is going to get kind of the, um, the exciting, the fantasy valuable stuff. So,
1: yeah. Uh, I, my pushback on that would be if I set the line at two and a half rushing touchdowns for Chase Edmonds this year, do you take the over or the under?
3: I take the over. He's so explosive. In I that, really
1: that, hope you're right. I I'm saying, I'm saying this hoping that you're right. Cause I have like no James Connor in all these best balls and a lot of Chase Edmonds, but the usage in this week, leads me to believe that the chase Edmonds naysayers about his goal line usage are right. And I know they're
3: correct about his goal line usage. I'm saying his scores are going to come from 15, 20 yards out because the the offense is so explosive when he gets the ball. I mean, he's not going to get those three yard touchdown runs. That's going to be Connor. But I also don't think that's going to be the, the primary way Arizona scores. Okay. Like they're not Minnesota. You don't need Dalvin cook stumbling into the end zone for two yards. Like, this is going to be one of the most explosive offenses we see all year. It's not going to be a bunch of three yard runs at the goal line. They're going to spread it out wide and you're going to have Chase Edmonds getting a 20 yard. That's going to be the way I think
2: he, he gets his, his fantasy value.
1: Yeah. All right, Sammy, what was your team?
2: So, uh, so I was actually wrong. So I I played a ton of the Kyler double stacks in a lot of single entries, but in this one, uh, this lower dollar one, I actually went with uh, Bill's stack uh Allen and Diggs bringing it back with Claypool um and I liked I
1: liked this angle and I ran a a similar team
2: yeah and then I and then my running backs I played Mixon and I played Aaron Jones um who just I didn't think anybody would own Aaron Jones and uh you know they were right not to own Aaron Jones because Aaron Jones sucks uh I also played Jerry Judy who is on his way to a pretty nice oh man
1: oh so sad i've seen for
2: jerry judy and his truthers uh i will i will
1: give jerry judy like my stem cells he can have my like whatever he needs from my body in order to help his ankle recover faster he can have it why
2: why you like jerry judy so much and not Deontay johnson they're like the same dude oh judy is
1: so much better judy like literally oh this is is the worst most homer Take incorrect. Ever? what are you talking about um i played I mean, they were both they
3: were both some of the most inefficient players last year so yeah I, I, they're pretty similar yeah
2: they, they they're they super talented players who had a bunch of drops last year and and uh they're supreme alphas who given the opportunity will go ahead and smash again this year it's it's that's just the way it is uh i played everett at tight end he lucked boxed into a touchdown i played dj Moore in the flex
1: so we all played wide receiver in the flex yeah so that That's is the only probably, way you should be
3: building tournament teams
1: yes so that is what I, that was one point I wanted to make sure to hit on is because like the first GPP team I ran out I was like trying to crowbar Mike Davis in the flex and I'm like just stop doing this like just do, it's so much easier for like receipt like when when Mike Davis gets 18 it takes like 23 plays that the Falcons run to get him 18 but like I don't even like Russell Gage, but Russell Gage can get 18 on five plays or whatever. Like it's just the wide receivers are just so much better flex plays.
2: I think Russell Gage is a bad example of what
1: you're. <laughs> Russell about. Gage, <laughs> Russell Gage had the trillion line, uh, zero receptions, zero, uh, two targets, zero receptions, zero yards for Russell Gage today.
3: Tough Davis, tough, tough, just tough. quoting the worst possible, the worst possible person to make your make your point. Okay, well,
2: it's so. Just, over overarching things we we like learned or tilted about this week um i mean what what, what the, are they the, I, I think the biggest takeaway the green the bay biggest, loss was stunning uh i don't know if i would say that that's that
3: like stunning i was uh, I, mean, I was stunned I Buddy, was aaron legit. rogers yeah. was
2: pulled in the third quarter Like, yeah. i mean yeah. he literally
3: just d de- yeah it wasn't like it was a it, like it was so sloppy it literally was just like oh th- this is this is how this game is gonna go it wasn't like a i guess that's stunning but it wasn't like a i don't think aaron Rodgers is dead the, what we saw was just such an anomaly of like he literally just de up there he you was sitting he on the bench
2: you think he doesn't care anymore do you think he's trying that's, to do that look on is, his face on the bench in the
3: third quarter literally looked like i couldn't care less and i'm like so it, 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 to me, that wasn't, I don't know, even Devonte didn't look like he was in, I mean, at Do all. Do you see
2: Aaron Rodgers' hair? Like he looks like Joaquin Phoenix trying to play Aaron Rodgers. Like he's just like grizzled and doesn't give a shit. And he's been hiking in Hawaii all offseason, and he's pissed off at the, at the Packers. Like he, he might be torpedoing them. Yeah.
3: Okay, so the takeaway for me was uh, the Detroit running backs are just, even though they're both going to be used, like I shouldn't be off of Swift as much as I was all offseason because of the Jamal Williams stuff. Like Swift is, Swift was a usage monster. Swift had the best receiving usage of any running back this week. And I think Jamal Williams was like pretty much right up there uh, with the second. I mean, they both saw, I think a combined 20 targets, their wide receiver core is so bad. They are going to leverage those running backs uh, like in every in every aspect and, and hawkins it's gonna go way, through it.
1: Every, everything they said about hawkinson this offseason that the beat writer said it's all true he's gonna see 150 so, targets they're gonna they're gonna load him up with the ball
3: i mean they're literally just gonna play it through their tight ends and their running backs i mean their wide receivers are just i mean it's the worst wide receiver core i've ever seen it
1: i mean it's 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 like worse than that it's so bad it's uh like Tyrell will Khalif Kal- Raymond, I think, was their leading wide receiver, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Seems bad. Did you see
2: that Quintez Cephas goal line fade? Boom! Yeah, good for good for him. Cephas. So so I have like no lions in seasonal at all. Like, Same. I didn't buy into any of it. Swift Hawkinson, any of that smoke? I was just like, I don't want to, Like, forget that. So uh, it's one game, but but maybe, I have,
1: I have uh I have a little bit of um. A little bit of hawkinson but that's it so i don't know uh i guess one of the one of the other things that uh that i was thinking is like are we gonna have to take mark ingram seriously stop this! no stop no, it. davis
3: davis okay yeah, i'll had say
1: three, had, three, had, three he different
0: got, he got three, i'm he not got, even engaging uh, with this take he got yeah, three, this is such a bad taste.
3: okay we're moving about? on uh, let's talk about how Jamar Chase preseason drops just don't matter. He is who we thought he oh, was yeah. that all was ob- That was obvious.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. Jamar Chase's drops don't matter, but Deontay Johnson's do? Look, we Come don't on, make the rules. We don't make
1: the
3: rules. Sammy, this is, this is the way it works. Jamar yeah. Chase. Jamar so Chase. Jamar Chase, that whole offense. I mean, T. Higgins is going to get his too. So, uh, I mean, I, yeah, Jamar Chase looked awesome. Uh, also, I'm not worried about Ridley. I think Ridley is still going to – like what we saw, I think people are going to overreact, and Ridley is going to be like a value the next couple of weeks, at least from an ownership standpoint. Ridley is still going to be the alpha who's going to be – he's going to end the season on top of all the air yards, whopper, any opportunity metrics you find. Ridley is going to be up there even in a crappy
1: office. Um The Chiefs are the same team that they were last year. CH and Hardman will each score like their touchdowns. You're never going to know when it comes. Tyreek and Travis Kelsey are going to do like 70% of the fantasy point scoring for this team. So when you're, when you're doing your Mahomes double stacks, you just got to hope that it's the week that Demarcus Robinson catches a 50 yard touchdown or whatever, because like, I, I literally think like 60 or 70% of his touchdowns could go to those two guys could go to Tyreek and Kelsey.
2: Well, I think the
1: guy who took down the
2: $150 power sweep, the three max, yeah. Um, I think he double stacked Mahomes and Kelsey and Tyreek, and, and Tyreek. you know, obviously he had Melvin Gordon. Um, so kudos to you and your hundred K. But you know, it's just like people are like, "Well, why weren't all our tournament lineups like uh, the
1: Chiefs triple stack?" You know, I played. So there, there are normally it just three, always hits. There are normally three red zones, and I played in two of them. And one of the, uh, the so the one was my Kyler team. The other one I did. Moms and kelsey did not did not do tyreek uh feels bad man feels bad okay
2: another another takeaway the colts their two leading target guys were both running backs john taylor had seven targets naheem hines had yep. eight thought that was interesting
1: well wentz is just so bad i mean when like, wentz, wentz is just as bad it's the last time we saw him uh, I think that just makes Taylor playable in any game scripts now, because we know the rushing work is going to be there for him. And so it just like when, when Jonathan Taylor is on one of these slates, let's see how many carries. Yeah. He got 17 carries at a 30 today, uh, including four for Wentz. Like I, I think Jonathan Taylor, most weeks will be 18 carries, five targets, pretty good equity at touchdowns and, because the Colts are going to be bad, I don't think he will be that owned. Um, yeah.
3: So uh, speaking of Jonathan Taylor, like this, the other guy I wanted to talk about was Gibson. I didn't watch this game. I know Fitzpatrick got hurt, um, yeah. but uh, McKissick only got one target compared to Gibson's five. F- five. Yep. Was Gibson actually out there for third downs?
1: So I, that I I cannot say for sure. I that one. Um, not going to yeah, surprise I don't, anyone. I don't know. The red know, zone package was not operable. It was not working all day. Like the, like the, Sunday like ticket, the, dude, the, the, well, I have, I, I had Sunday ticket forever and then I got a new internet provider and they didn't give it to me for free. So I did the a la carte red zone and it literally did not work all day. So I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to get Sunday ticket. I'm just gonna have to pay for it. It's fine. Because,
3: because if McKissick isn't the one who's taking third downs the way we Gibson's thought he was $8,000, Gibson and, and, and Taylor are like, both alphas right up there with the rest of those guys.
1: Eckler did not get a target today.
2: Not one target. No, he lucked out with that touchdown. Well, I mean, but he got he got another goal line, at least one other goal line rush too, um, which yeah. was which was really interesting. Um, that I think that's overall pretty good news for his fantasy value. I think he did get one target on like an attempted screen that ended up being a throwaway. But, yeah, for the most part, like, they did not use him in the passing game like they did last year. And it's just one game, but it was – I think the positive is that he got at least two goal-line carries. Um, yeah. That's that. That's the thing you were worried about with Eckler. So,
1: I, I'm i worried if this is, like, a structural change now that the quarterback is Justin Herbert and not Phillip Rivers. Like, like if think about it, everything they would have had dialed up for the offseason last year would have been – dump offs because they thought their quarterback was going to be to taylor you know what i mean so i wonder if it's like semi-structural but that could that's uh that's probably good enough for tonight that was uh well whoa 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 whoa,
2: gil- whoa 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 i have one other takeaway
1: okay yeah yeah are, are sammy i was team- saying
3: we got to get going because the bears are, game
1: are,
2: are the Steelers the best team in the
1: nfl you guys Oh my god! Uh, maybe like the 18th best team in the NFL. It's possible they could <laughs> Is Ben
3: Roethlisberger going to finish the season as the Steelers' starting quarterback? Not a no. chance.
1: No. Not a chance. Uh, no. I was I was no. telling no. I was telling Sammy before we got on. He looks like a guy who's running with like a backpack on for like to improve his like strength. <laughs> like it's just like it's really it's bad. So sad.
3: Because <laughs> those receivers are legit, and ah, uh, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna use them at all this year. I can't.
1: Uh, Alright guys, uh, that is it for the week one guild cast. Uh, remember, download Underdog Fantasy, promo code GRID, and uh, we'll be back next week.